Five Things First Thing with JR Mornings Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds. It is a back to work Tuesday here, February 20th, 2024. Markets kind of trending down on the open. They were closed yesterday, and uh, this. Uh, Hopefully you had a nice uh, President's Day weekend. I know you did. I saw the pictures from Pittsburgh <laughs> yes. with your dad. I did. You know what? I like sports because of the Penguins back-to-back Stanley Cup championships in the 90s. I went as like a 7, 8, 9-year-old with my dad. Uh-huh. So when they retired Yager's number 68, I had to go with my dad. So it's why I was off yesterday, Did you, you make dad wear a Yager mullet wig? I did not, but I'll tell you what, they were selling them in the, you know, shops <laughs> yeah, all in the yeah. arena and people were wearing them. That there were these guys called the traveling yoggers there who have all the jerseys of all the teams that uh-huh. he and they all were wearing mullets and it was just like a really fun time and you don't have to like the penguins or anybody yeah. anything. No, but we remember there, what but... it was like when we put Stevie's jersey <laughs> yeah. in, in the rafters, oh, yeah. right? What I a mean, phenomenal celebration. I that cried. Was. Well, yeah, the sports. I I care about sports so but much. But the memories just, too, though. Yeah, the memories that you made. Yeah, yeah. especially being with, with your dad. dad and yes, yeah. and I remember the time going with him as a little kid. That's so excellent. It was really great. So thanks for giving me the day off. No, it was. <laughs> we missed you. Yeah, we did. But we knew you were having a lot of fun. Uh, by the way, Daytona 500. A 23 car crash with seven laps left to go. <laughs> it's on ESPN right yeah. now. It was a mess. That's a mess, but I always find it anticlimactic when they're just like, let's just call the race. Whoever was leading at the time wins, and that's what happened. Yeah, William Byron ended up winning it, and uh, $2 million in his pocket. Uh, congratulations. I think he was driving Chevy, if I'm not mistaken, so congratulations to the folks at uh, General Motors. That's a nice feather in your cap Here as we begin the Tuesday morning and head back to work. Rashida Tlaib has become a national story. It, it, she has become, for the far left, a national figure and this whole uncommitted thing is gaining momentum mm-hmm. as more people are going to the polls for the primary we were talking yesterday lloyd about yeah. whether or not dean phillips is still a factor he'd canceled a couple of dates he's got a big ad buy on channel four yeah we we saw we saw uh, as soon as we so said something about it, we saw his ad on tv he's still very much you know i mean there there are all there are alternatives if you want to send a message to joe biden to voting for uh, uncommitted. Uh, some folks say it's a, a waste of a vote to leave, and her followers say, no, this is the best time to do it because this is the time to make a course correction before the November, November. Mm-hmm. when you will be penalized in the state of Michigan by Arab American voters who will be deserting you. Yeah. So uh, we'll see where it goes. But what's interesting, Jamie, is that, as you've noted, and we, Fox News had it off the top there, the Biden administration may be making a bit of a course correction independent of that. Uh, yeah. In the U.N., they vetoed all of these resolutions when it comes to a ceasefire. And there's a current run from Arab nations uh, that's going to be put up to a vote later today demanding an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza. But we know it will be vetoed by the United States because they say they're working on something else Um They're trying to arrange efforts, a deal between warring parties that would bring at least a six-week halt to hostilities and release all hostages taken during Hamas's surprise October 7th attack in southern Israel um, as soon as practicable, they say, a temporary ceasefire. And um, so this is different. And the and the American ambassador supporting this, Biden's U.N. ambassador is signing on. Yes. And they have been very vocal that they believe a ground offensive into the city of Rafah is not the way to go. You mm-hmm. have to find a way 
there are one and a half million Palestinians who went there because of the fighting in the north. Right. And they have nowhere to go. Now the question is, okay, so they do this. Is this like the tree falling in the woods? Because could the UN be any more feckless and any more irrelevant? <laughs> Solid point. Because the resolution <laughs> passes and then what? Yeah, right. Yeah. But it's just a different track that the U.S. is taking because instead of vetoing everything, now they're sort of coming to the table. Yeah. Um, major story coming out uh, over the past two days, and that is uh, Chris Ray, our FBI director, saying that the threat of cyber attack from China has never been more present and never been more threatening. Um, we're going to be talking to Peter Meyer about that coming up. But, I mean, where he went in the Munich Security Conference. And, you know, they're all talking about Navalny, understandably, yeah. mm-hmm. Ukraine, understandably. But he's saying, hey, folks, don't take your eye off this. When we focus on these crises, as we should, that's when you get the sneak attack from that's other. Right. And he says, our infrastructure in the United States is vulnerable. They've already planted malware. It's frightening stuff. And we're going to talk. Really scary. And, yeah. and, and, you know, how do you. How do you rein China in? It's that it, it, when they've already basically uh, bombed our our infrastructure's computers. Mm-hmm. I mean, these little malware things are just sitting there, um, waiting to go. Um, meantime, uh, a disturbing attack in Troy last yeah. night. It, we know it's a bustling hospitality center for a lot of folks. Just in a, it was a brazen attack outside of Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Um, a woman. And her 20s shot multiple times in the legs, accompanied by a friend and a baby. They were heading to the car in the parking lot of the restaurant on West Big Beaver in Troy around 6.30 p.m. Uh, when a white Dodge Durango pulled up and began firing. Now, despite the pursuit by Hazel Park police into Detroit, the suspect managed to get away. The victim, fortunately, in stable condition being after being rushed to the uh, local hospital, Troy police, in a statement on Facebook, indicated that the incident doesn't seem random and reassured the public no heightened threat. However, the suspect remains at large, prompting police to ask for information from the community. Anyone with information on the shooting urged to contact Troy Police or Crime Stoppers 1-800-SPEAK-UP. Now, when you and That's I were talking about this, you, you said something interesting, which is when he gets into Detroit, you've got all these green light cameras, security cameras yes. there, that they may be able to track him. They may Hazel be. Park Police... Yeah, when they lost them, they lost may be them. able to track them. Detroit may be able to track them. They have that crime, uh, uh, the, the crime department there with all the big screens and all the cameras from green light and from like traffic poles and stuff. They have cameras there too, and they have uh, these license plate readers. And so, isn't that how they track Samantha Wool's alleged mm-hmm. murderer with all these cameras, with cameras. everywhere? So. Yeah, yeah. So let's hope they do that. Because uh, you know you're at a, you're having dinner at a great restaurant like that, and you that, know. and at this time of year, six thirty, it's not dark yet. No, it's that not. is brazen. And you could have walked out with this person and could have <sighs> been caught in a crossfire. So it's very dangerous. So that person needs to be taken off the street. So, well, yeah, I mean, you could have had just you know a customer there pay their bill a few minutes early, yeah. and they would have been right behind her and caught in the crossfire. Exactly, and um, and that's uh, really would be headed, and, and hopefully. Folks will look at this and say, this isn't the kind of random attacks that we need to be worried about. Right. And uh, hopefully that victim is She's giving still... police some direction as to who her likely attackers sure. were there as well. Um, big vote coming up in city council today regarding a $600 million plus development right here in the new center area with Henry Ford. I mean, it, it, you really can't overstate how sprawling this is. It's oh, going to impact health care. There will be a new rehabilitation center. There is new housing that's housing. coming. Mm-hmm. And yet there is this showdown. There, we've got these NIMBYs. We've got these anti, um, 
I, I just kind of think they're anti-business. Yeah. Uh, well, that are saying, <clears throat> well, you're giving welfare to, to billionaires. Folks, when you look at what's happening here, it's actually a net gain of $85 million in tax revenue. Right. Taxes are coming back on the books in this exactly. situation. Exactly. And, you know, you have these community benefits, which is all part of when these uh, billionaires come in and they build, you know, the city has to get something, too. If you want tax breaks, city gets something. And they're getting a, they're getting a lot. It's really going to uh, help the city of Detroit. They're going to be giving uh, a huge amount of uncompensated care to city residents mm-hmm. who now are uninsured. Uh, they're going to be building housing. And I think this is they need the housing to support the workers they're going to bring in there. We know that that's yep. a, a big problem. We've got a housing shortage. Mm-hmm. Well, this helps the housing shortage. So exactly where do you come off in opposing this? And they're going to say, well, we're not opposing. We're just we're saying they can do it on their own. Uh, you try that out. <laughs> just just try that out. And and because you can see there is a, a premium for building in the city. It is. And a lot of it you know, has to do with, with, with some of the wage structures here. But uh, it, it will be a showdown. I hope that city council will be able to look at the broader yeah, picture. Yeah, I agree. Because look at all of the development in the city. There were tax breaks here or there, but look at the improvements that have been made. Yeah. And there is a halo effect, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, getting back to discussing the the six six twenty four mystery date that's now <laughs> being shown in blue. In blue. In that's blue. that's a significant clue mm-hmm. on, the, uh, on the Michigan Central depot project and all of us wondering well what exactly does that mean i think it's obviously going to be some kind of a grand opening the question is what will that be i mean i've got to imagine they've had they've had an extra year to plan they'd have uh so what you know exciting exciting stuff we were talking about it in the crosstalk with the first show and it's just fun that this is all happening for the city when 20 years ago it wasn't especially the michigan train station that's been the representation of yeah. the decline of the city for so long. And on the other side, it's grandeur. It's yes. it's, it's glory days. Exactly. Right? When that was your gateway to the Paris of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Remember when yeah. we carried that? And, we, and when Detroit had the highest per capita net worth of any city in the nation. And, I mean... It, it will be something. I can, the, the the little boy inside of me wants yeah. to see a vintage train, train show up. <laughs> um, Listen, you know. don't be surprised. You know, you might see something. And I'm not talking some kind of a Lionel thing. Right? <laughs> Did PR and marketing call you? That's a great I, idea. Yeah. Oh, we've got to get to a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the great things happening at Belle Isle, talking about a jewel that has new luster. We'll get to that next on JR Morning at 619.